brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Elishar, chief content producer and writer of jakestake.com, a pop culture and entertainment news website. This is it, guys, my last podcast interview of 2021. And I'm so thrilled to share this with an artist that you need to keep your eye on. He's based in Canada right now. So please help me welcome Fox Rabbit. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. I am grateful to have. Thank you so much for coming up. And you are the last guest that I will have this year. I feel so lucky. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat and just like, I close out the year with a bang, you know? <laughs> I totally agree with you, Fox. I totally agree. So, Fox, let's get started. So when did you get interested in music and entertainment and how did that passion evolve into your desire to pursue recording, a career in the recording industry? Honestly, like I grew up doing music. I grew up singing, being in choir. I went to a specialized um, school growing up for singing and for music. Um, I just so happened that I sort of became disenchanted with classical music, which is what I was always studying. And I fell in love with making pop music. And that's what I do now. <laughs> um, but I basically just in high school, I discovered GarageBand on, um, you know, the laptop. And then I just, you know, traded in all my video games for making music on a computer, which is kind of like a video game in itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I think that's a good productive hobby because the thing is when I was in high school, I used to play the Nintendo GameCube, <laughs> uh, Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was my jam, same with Super Smash Brothers. So that's awesome. Awesome. So let's get started. So who are some of your biggest influences in the recording industry and how did they shape your sound? I mean, honestly, like it really ranges because I grew up, um, being a big James Taylor head, like I love James Taylor and you could not take his music away from me. Same with like Shania Twain, I was just constantly playing. But um, as an adult, I kind of fell in love with, um, you know, the unsung heroes of pop music, which, you know, our Canadian national treasure, Carly Rae Jepsen. And then, you know, I love Charlie XCX. She's like my hero. So sort of, I, yeah, I, I sort of like everything sort of runs the gamut with me when it comes to like who I'm inspired by. Awesome. And I definitely think that Carly Rae is a little underappreciated. A hundred percent. She's amazing. 
She's very clever when it comes to songwriting. Insane. Just insane. And I was talking to someone the other day. It's just the way that she's able to make these melodies that don't have these sort of hints of or allusions to other melodies she's ever made. Like, it always feels fresh. It always feels new. She just feels like she can... Um, channel her creativity into melodies that are so different every time. Absolutely. So you're pretty relatively new in the industry. So what have been some of the challenges that you face breaking into this industry? And Honest how have you overcome those obstacles? Honestly, it's just been a me versus me kind of thing because I've actually been in the industry for a long time, sort of behind the scenes producing and writing for people. But I um, had the hardest time just getting over listening to myself because, you know, you're your own worst critic. And I just couldn't get past, you know, being like, you know, I need to be better. This needs to be better. I need to sound better. This needs to be better quality. And it held me back ultimately. But I'm excited that I'm releasing now because like um, every I, I basically just honed my skill and my writing and producing and everything is just top notch um but with that also comes the fact that like i'm totally new and i need to build from the ground up so you're coming with these fully furnished songs that are like glossy and everything but uh, how do you get people to listen to them <laughs> and that's true and besides you're not the only one that has made the behind the scenes the decision to go from behind the scenes this year to in front of the into releasing music because mm -hmm. I'm looking, I'm thinking about Diane Warren and her fabulous songbooks and her fabulous mm -hmm. album. Not to mention Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They also finally stepped out in front of the mic for the first time in years. Yeah. So you're pretty in pretty good company. I think so. <laughs> All righty. So. I want to talk about that first single that you released as your own as a recording artist, which is someone new. So what is the story behind that song? Um, the story is sort of, I mean, it's, it's, I don't usually write very literal songs uh, that have anything to do with my life. I tend to just write songs that are like inspired by things that happened to me. This one just happens to be like quite of a diary entry because it literally was some of the lyrics were just entries that I put into my journal um, where I was, you know, at the tail end of this relationship with my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, you know, at this point, like, I just want you to change everything about yourself and become someone new in every single kind of way in order for me to want to stay in this relationship. Um, and so the entire, the song was just about that feeling. And, but the fact is like, when you end a relationship, you're sort of, you have to restart. Like, I, you worked so hard um, to, you know, build a relationship and um, you give away parts of yourself to that person and to have to sort of understand and come to the understanding that you're going to have to do it again for someone else now is hard. I totally agree. It's definitely, here's the thing. You should never change yourself for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I the thing is like I I always find it very fascinating in music that the singer is always someone who is done wrong to. They're always someone who I don't want to use the word victim, but they're always like no one is ever really relishing in, you know, being the bad guy. And in this situation, like I was terrible. Like I was not I was it was so unreasonable. 
But I find that interesting because I think we all have parts of ourselves that can be so villainous and so um conniving. Yeah. And you know, we all and I w- I'm really interested in exploring that. I, you know, I'm not always the person who is, um, you know, being done to. Sometimes I'm the person who's doing. And that's just as much a part of my story as, you know, everything else. I totally understand. So a couple of months from now, or as this interview will be released, a few weeks, You'll be released in January. You'll release your very first mixtape, A Thousand Days. Oh, not the mixtape. That's going to come out. That's going to come out in the spring. But we do sort of announce it. So I'm happy to announce it here. That's which is going to be awesome. Oh, wow. I can't. A Jake's Take exclusive. One of the last end of the year exclusive. So thank you so much, Fox. My pleasure. So what has the recording process been like for this mixtape? Or if you're allowed to do that, to share you know what? It's been insane because a lot of these songs, I actually call it a thousand days because um, a lot of the songs are songs from my catalog of writing that have been sort of um, growing over a thousand days. So literally the, I, this entire first release was meant to be like, this is me up until this point. And then like, I'm really interested. And in once that book is closed, like working on the next stuff and having stuff come out, you know, much more frequently. but. Um, one of the songs is also called A Thousand Days and it's my most personal one, um, which is how it got its name. But for me, it's just been like writing and producing. I have a studio that I work out of in my room that I um, got a grant to start up when I was in school. And then I have friends who record out of different studios that I sort of, you know, hop into. And it's just, it's just a little bit about spinning every plate um having your hands in every pot and um you know at the end of it we have this amazing very eclectic uh mixtape awesome the one you describe that in your room reminds me about billy eilish and phineas and how they started look what they turned into yeah one can only hope right <laughs> yeah one can only hope i gotta talk to you about one song i believe of yours that even though you're not singing on it, it's a very, it's a spectacular one. Crying at the radio. Yes! Oh my God. I, that I, I is love such that an song. ear, a very irresistible piece of ear candy. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear you say that. I, that is, that it's so funny because um, I, that song sort of landed in my lap. Like um, there's a lovely producer out in, um, London who reached out to the singer Michaela with the bare bones of this song um I started retooling some of it with her and rewriting a bunch of it and then I started producing on it and it's so strange how it sort of developed and um there I I there there are some really exciting things in the works with that song that I I cannot disclose at this moment but um I feel like I didn't even do it like it's one of those things I listen to that song and I I'm like I I I don't even feel like I did this it sounds so good (laughs) and here's the thing let me just tell you about this so when I listen to crying on the radio it reminds me so much of Tiffany of the hybrid uh Tiffany's I think we're alone now and Kylie Minogue say something Oh, that was totally, I love, I love the Kylie Disco record. I was totally going for that. I was also kind of going for like, um, 
It's interesting because I produced it inspired a lot by the Swedish producers like Oscar Holter and um, Ilya. But it was interesting because the song gets sent to mixing, which I don't do. We have an incredible mix engineer, Vic Florentia, who's a Juno winning mix engineer. Uh, the Junos are like the Canadian Grammys. Sorry, I should. Uh, that, that's what I was about to mention. Um, and um, he's worked with Olivia Rodrigo. And um, he he did something really interesting that I sort of didn't even see coming. Where like he gave it much more of this like dance treatment. So like where I had sort of produced it and made all these sounds sound very like pop and radio. He sort of, the way that he um, glossed them over just gave it this dance flair that I just didn't even see coming. And that dance flair, oh my God. My friend. I, it reminds me a lot of, I thought I was listening to a David Guetta track. Oh, why? Uh, I'll take that. Listen, I have the hair. <laughs> Absolutely. And pretty soon you might have the collaborations list long, as long as he will. Oh, I can't wait. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of collaborations, we got to talk about your dream collaborations, Fox. Who are on that? Who is on that list? Okay. How do they influence your sound? And you know what? Because there are people that I would love to write for and there are people I would love to produce for. And honestly, like, it's always, you know, because there's the little gay boy in me that just wants to write a song with Mariah Carey for her. Like, I want to I want to write a song for The Voice, you know? Um, Absolutely. Mariah would be a great. Right? Mariah would definitely, like, I couldn't imagine doing Mariah doing Crying on the Radio right now, but, like, doing a no. simple spin on it. <laughs> but it's funny because, like, I write mostly somehow like a lot of R&B music and a lot of uh, the, a lot of the stuff that's coming out sort of near the tail end of this release cycle for me is R&B. Um, and there was a little bit of it in Someone New, but for as far as like my pop, I like I would kill to just like do be on a be on a Charlie song. Like I would love to do something with Charlie. She is just 
she's so prolific, like the rate at which she releases music and the sort of uh, critical claim that she has, uh, even turning out things so quickly is insane. Speaking of prolific, and, and uh, now that she's free to do something, Brittany. <gasps> Brittany! I, Brittany's another one. I love, I love, I love me some Brittany. Blackout is, is up there. It's one of my all-time favorites. My all-time favorite has to be Oops, I Did Again, because I grew up, I grew up when she first re was released. So Oops, I Did Again, Baby, and Cir Baby Circus and Femme Fatale are my favorites. Oh, I love that. You know what? Femme Fatale was one of the records that actually I was obsessed with because when I started producing, I didn't have like guitarists available to me or like all these nice microphones. It was me and a laptop. And a lot of that music was so dubsteppy, which is what I was listening to and a lot of dance. And so I was like just trying to emulate that and learn from that record. I used to download um, totally legally the instrumentals and I would just study every single um, click, every single, you know, embellishment. And I was like, how do they do this? I was like, I will never be able to do this. This is insane. It's amazing what Max Martin can do on those records. He is probably one of my interviews that I would love to get of all the, of all the people I would love to talk with. And then speaking of insane, David Guetta's Nothing But The Beat, still one of the best dance albums of all time, is turning 10. So, is it really? This year. Yeah, it was released in 2020, in 2011. You know what? That makes sense. When I am, um, I used to go to the gym and I would get on the treadmill and I would just listen to that album, which is so funny because I, it had so many fun songs. It had like the Jesse J songs. Repeat. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta say, um, Titanium, of course. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. And then, um, I gotta say, Turn Me On, Nicki Minaj. Yes, our fate, you know, we 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 love a Nikki moment. And then I gotta say, Will I Am, nothing, nothing really matters but the beats. Mm -hmm. And then of course we cannot forget without you from Usher. Oh well, that's what I was gonna say. Is that was one of the ones I think like it's so funny because uh I feel like people always forget about that song and it's so good. Yeah, it's a really good song. I definitely think that record is probably one of my favorite records from last decade. That's so crazy. You know what? Like, it's so funny because I um, used to always be so into his uh, sets. So I would always be so interested in not so much on the songs that would be on the record, but how he would spin it into like a set when he would play at like Ultra Miami or at Tomorrowland. I was like, this is wild. He produced one version of the song and now he's doing another. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for David Guetta and Friends tour. Like Kelly Rowland, Sia. Nikki, Jesse oh, J, yeah. that would be a killer, a killer lineup. Oh yeah, no, I can already see it. I can see, it. and the openers would be insane. Yeah, and then have like David Guetta come in and have like artists come in one at three the other. Like, it's, I could see Sia ending the whole thing because she's on the most with him. Yeah, listen, um, Kelly, if you can't do the tour, I will send Commander for you on tour. Uh, I love that song. And also not to mention when love takes over still one of the oh, best tracks. So good. Have you listened to my friend, Frenchie Davis sing that song? No. So Frenchie Davis, former American Idol artist. And then also, however, got her return on, but sing the voice. Oh my God. She put a lot of soul on it. And also if you want a gospel version, Yolanda Adams. Okay. Cover of it. That's amazing. 
Yeah. So let's start, let's start winding down our conversation. So let's talk social. So what are some of your favorite social media outlets? Oh my God. Um, you know what? Like I, I like TikTok. I need to get on it. I just, you know what? I, I, I'm, I just, you know what? It's so funny. I love having photos taken of me, but I don't like to take videos or photos of myself on my phone. So like, I find TikTok such a challenge because I'm just the person who looks at their screen and picks themselves apart. So I love, I love Instagram because I love getting to, uh, like, it's not lost on me that Instagram is sort of this highlight reel and it's not real. So I love get, I love the potential as an artist to um, bring people into this super heightened um, world that you can create as a musician. So I love that. I obviously love YouTube because YouTube, I love long form content. I just watch cooking videos and I watch people just producing all day. For me, it's basically, I watch The View, I watch the Dis, Dis Unplug, a little bit of Late Night. And also some of the music videos as well, and some from Got Talent. So, oh, you know what? If, if as far as like watching things go, like I'm always on the, I'm always watching Drag Race. That's sort of what I'm always keeping up with. But I um, I I don't really, I don't really watch much. I I used, to, I miss Wendy. I miss, I miss getting. Me too. To me too. Seriously. I want. I, I hope she's Wendy. okay. I hope she's okay too. But seriously. Uh, this is the perfect time to segue into my Wendy Williams story. Yay! Okay. Okay, so get this, Fox. So Wendy did her sit, you know, she did her sit-down tour all mm. across the country in 20 in 2014, 2015. So she I got the VI, I watched the show, and then when she came to Kansas City and got VIP tickets, she thought my hair was a wig. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and she literally went. Into my head, which is so funny because she's like, she's one of those people who's like, I don't like to touch people, I don't like so that's before COVID, of course. Before COVID, yeah, you know what? It's so funny. I am ever since I've sort of grown my hair long, when and in all the music videos that are coming out, I constantly am looking at my hair and I'm like, it looks like I'm wearing a wig, (laughs) like it's very because I just started like taking care of it and it's so soft now. You look great, Fox, and that's not a wig. No, it's not. It is very much not. Uh, otherwise, I, you know, I would, um, I would not know how to put it on very well. <laughs> All righty. So let. So second to last question: Could you tease my audience about what's coming from you in twenty twenty two? Oh my god! Just everything. I can't wait. Honestly, um, I, I have the. I really start announcing, um everything starting in January. This first single was meant to be like a fire starter and a test run. Um, and I'm excited to push it more in the new year. But starting um, in January, I release my sort of leading single from the mixtape called Just Don't. Um, super synthy, super Carly Rae. Um, so different from the first song. Um, and then sort of every six weeks, I'm going to have a new song. That's how it's going to be. New song, new video. We'll have acoustic sessions. I have such a great team that's been helping me put everything together. Um, And it's just going to be, I think, really unexpected for sort of someone who's just sort of starting out. I think people are going to be really like, 
impressed. I hope. I hope. I'm I, like I'm kind of amazed because I don't. I don't feel it's not all me, right? Like there's. It takes a village, and what some of the people are doing on my team are are just like so good. I'm so happy for them. Absolutely. Ari facts. The moment of truth. Ready? <gasps> okay. Where can my audience listen to your music? And also, where can they connect with you on social media? Okay. You can find all my music on um, every streaming service. All of them. Um, I use Tidal because, you know, if you use Tidal, $2 of your um, subscription fee go to your top streamed artist so that, you know, we can create a better streaming economy. Um, but it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Um, you can follow me on um, Instagram at Fox Rivet Music, you know, TikTok in the works, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, a little chaotic right now, <laughs> but, um, you know, in the new year, I'm going to make it my job to make sure it's hard for you to not see me. I cannot wait to see that. So anyway, if you missed an episode of the Jake's Take from Jacob Elisha podcast, Visit our channels on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Spreaker. Just type in Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. Once again, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. Are you on social media? Because I'm on social media too. Subscribe to my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube channel. That's Jacob Elishar, J-A-C-O-B-E-L-Y-A-C-H-A-R. And Fox, the Jake's Take with Jacob Elishar 10th anniversary celebration continues because Jake's Take, the blog starting now, is entering the home stretch of its year-long celebration. Yay! It's just getting started. So if you guys want to hear my take on Fox's song and, and hear more interviews with incredible artists, head to jakesashake.com. All righty, Fox, thank you so much for taking time and schedule to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. It was an absolute pleasure. I am so happy that we're just like on the same page about, you know, you have such good music taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, Fox. I'm really glad to hear that. Everyone, thank you so much for watching. And for those of you who watched all the interviews this year. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And thank you. so. And I have a lot of great guests lined up for 2022 so far. So I can't wait. And Fox, thank you so much. I cannot wait to see how you dominate 2022. Just you wait. Just you wait. All righty, guys. Have a great one. And thank you so much for watching. And thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.